You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker and Aaron Arms. All right, everybody, welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. This is Bart coming at you yet again. I do not have arms to my left. It has been a crazy week, and we had to postpone our normal Friday night recording Saturday release just due to family vacations, etc., etc. But luckily, my good friend Michael Bauer from the Dynasty Rewind, we talk a, a plenty, and uh, all it took was a couple messages back and forth to arrange a little special episode of Training Camp Hype, a half hour with Bauer of the Dynasty Rewind. What's up, Bauer, my brother from another mother? What's up, Mark? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I mean, as good as can be with moving and short family vacations and arms' absence, and I'm going to cry now. <laughs> let no, let me good. ask you this. I'm good. Did you get a moving truck at least? Nope. Did it all with a pickup truck and an SUV. Oh, did did you at least pack everything up though? Like um, in boxes, mostly ninety percent. Okay. Yeah, because I was helping my buddy move this past weekend, and his three very small children were constantly at our feet, and nothing was boxed up. And I'm like, dude, I got a kid at home too. I can't be here all day, man. <laughs> you know, so yeah, you got to got to speed it up. That's that's definitely a pain, a pain of which I would never want anyone to go through ever. It's enough of a pain to move, honestly. And and we've got this whole thing with the studio. Like right now, if you went into my studio, which is literally just a very, a 12 by 16 uh, finished, not really finished, a 12 by 16 building that I purchased uh, that luckily had insulation and the electric wiring already done. It needed drywall and some other things. It's drywalled. But the floor looks like uh, the cast of blow has been hanging out in there. Oh, jeez. Like, there's, there's just 
it looks like funnel cake heaven. There's powder all over the place. And uh, it's probably not safe to be in there breathing. So I'm coming, you know, from the, the closet studio, this nice walk-in closet with tons of clothes up that actually make for great soundproofing. But just all these things that are happening. July's been a tough month. And it's, it is, uh, it's hampering the back road just a tad, but we will get back to it. Luckily, I've got a dude like you that I can reach out to at any time and vice versa. And we can throw together a quick show to give listeners a little taste of something at least. Makes me happy. Yeah. Hey, and got to say thank you again. Um, if you don't know me, like Bark said, I am host of the Dynasty Rewind without Barker and Arms. Um, Honestly, the rewind wouldn't be where it is today. You guys have been honest, and Barker, you especially helping me get off the ground with um, with just doing a podcast. So uh, big thanks from us to you, getting us off the ground and running. Ah, uh, you thank us too much. It's it's just cool to be able to help people and meet people and make friendships. Like you've already drove down, we've already met, and and one of the best things about the whole process of like you hearing us maybe it was inspiration to start your own i don't remember exactly how it all went but i know one thing dynasty rewinds a good freaking podcast thank you I, I mowed my yard today i listened i'm not all the way through it because i never seem to get through a podcast in one setting uh but you know i'd listened to the new one from a couple days ago with dynasty rich and I'm, I'm telling you i i hate that i'm this way but i turn a lot of podcasts off pretty quickly one, because I'm either bored, two, because of audio quality, blah, blah, blah. You've all heard me do this a million times. Dynasty Rewind has good audio quality, good guests, good hosts. Um, Garrett's awesome. Garrett's a great co-host. He Garrett's, really is. Yeah, he's dude, amazing. He's, he's got a nice, smooth like tone to his voice, and he brings good information, and he stays like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. He's, he's just really good on the microphone and he gives good information. It's a good show to listen to. And that's not just me talking out of friendship. It's just a good show. There's not, I'm sorry. There's not a lot of great ones out there and dynasty rewind, you know, is one of the better ones. So I'm proud that a friend of mine runs that show and I'm also happy that I have another podcast to listen to. So it's it's definitely really cool to know that we were friends before you started that. And then I don't have to be that friend that's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, Bauer, it's, uh, it's pretty <laughs> solid, man. Uh, keep it up, bro. Uh, fist bump. I don't have to do that. I can genuinely say I listen to the Rewind. I'm a fan of the Rewind. I'm looking forward to my Rewind shirt. Oh, yeah, the, they'll be going out Saturday. So uh, Ashley at Soul Surfer did an amazing job on them. Oh, it looks cool. It looks uh, really cool. I'm actually wearing one right now, and I broke my cardinal rule. Did you um, wash it? You didn't I, wash it, did you? I didn't wash it yet. You <laughs> didn't wash it. You dirty bastard. I, I had to, I, I saw it sitting there in the bag, and I'm like, I'm going for it. I don't even care. <laughs> so Filthy. It, it, it's on, but actually for it not being washed, it's pretty comfortable. So I don't know what type it is. Um but it's nice, and it doesn't. I look skinny in it too, so that's um, always a plus. That is, that's why I got black too, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh yeah, black's always good for that. But exactly. but yeah, it's it's a sweet looking shirt, and uh, I, I will add since I listened to you know half the rewind, I believe I I do wear my shirts without washing them. I, I don't even care where it comes from. The first wear is is that new that new shirt smell wear. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't care about the washing. I'll wash it after I I dirty it up with my 
My dad bod sweat. <laughs> dad bod. Love it. Good stuff. All right. So the reason Bauer's with us today, I say us as if there's more people sitting around me and there is not. Uh, we're going to top talk some camp hype because we're getting into it. Camps have started. There's already tons of news. We have put ourselves on a timer of which we have used six minutes of so far, but I think that's fine. 24 minutes is plenty. So if you're not an avid refresher of SleeperBot or Roto World or Dynasty Nerds or whatever your favorite football site is and you're not up to date on the snippets of news, I'm not saying it's big news, but snippets of news, we're, uh, we're going to help you out. We're going to bring you those snippets of news and we're going to give very quick uh, breakdowns of what we think of this news. So first and foremost, we'll just go real quick through this one because it's been overplayed, but A.J. Green... Looks like it's just a sprained ankle. He could see preseason time. He should be there for week one. I personally expect this to be one of many Nicky Knack injuries because he's one of my candidates as a bust this year. Bauer, are you worried about A.J. Green? Are you not worried? They said he's probably going to be ready for week one. Um, Yeah. I mean, if Marvin Lewis was still the coach, I'd be a little happier about it just because he was familiar with the system. With a new coach coming in, new system, I'd like to see him get more time. That being said, he is a veteran, so he knows how to prepare himself. Um, dynasty, sell, sell, sell. Redraft, pick him up late. That would be my advice on A.J. Green at the moment. Mine's kind of the same. Dynasty, I'm, I'm all about selling A.J. Green. Redraft, I'm not as worried about him, uh, especially if you draft him as like the second or third wide receiver, and then you focus a few rounds later on grabbing your D.D. Westbrooks of the world, grabbing that guy that could be, uh, you know, a wide receiver three in case A.J. Green goes down and then having another guy that with that same potential that you grab later. If you grab A.J. Green in redraft, you should probably focus on your wide receiver depth, at least having four solid options and a fifth breakout candidate, uh, in my opinion. Dynasty, sell. Moving on, uh, Zeke, the holdout. How long do you expect the holdout to last? And does it downgrade Zeke on your boards? I wouldn't let it downgrade Zeke. I mean, um, one thing to think about, people are comparing this, and I'm sure you're going to touch on Melvin Gordon too. They're comparing that to Le'Veon Bell. But these guys are still in their rookie deals, um, so they don't have a lot in the bank compared to a guy like Lev Bell. So really, they're just hurting themselves. Um, My dad always told me that if you want to make more money, the best way to do it is show up and do your job to the best of your ability every day. So this seems kind of counterproductive to what I was always taught. Um, I think if he's smart, he gets back sooner rather than later. He won't. Well, he's not. He's Zeke Elliott. He's a prima donna. He's, I mean, he's, I'm sorry. I mean, the guy's kind of a douche. And I don't mean that on a personal level. Maybe he's a great guy in person. But as far as a professional goes, he's in trouble. There's always new snippets every single year. I'm not even paying the guy if it's me. I'm sorry. I'm that, I'm that owner that's not rewarding a guy for just simply playing well in the field. you got to play well in the field, be a role model, come in, do your job, be the last guy out of there, even though that's hard if 52 guys are trying to be the last man out. But right. this is just one of those situations. Like Zeke's a great player, yes, but – and I know the return of the running back is kind of here, but there's a lot of running backs out there. I mean, the return of the running back is just finding a top 15 NFL talent and using him correctly. Zeke is definitely that. 
but there's more out there. I'm not paying him to to go out and get in trouble every off season. We'll see what happens. They got to pay Dak. They got to pay Amari Cooper too. So, yeah, they do. It's, which going to be interesting. It is. Uh, so after that, we've got uh, I've, a lot of Dante Moncrief news. I just want your thoughts on Dante Moncrief. He is in camp as the starter out out from Juju. So James Washington, James. I'm not even going to do it. It's oh come on, Washington. There it is. James is sitting, not sitting the pine, so to speak. But Moncrief is running ahead of him. So. Are we buying that? Are we buying that Moncrief is going to be the guy there opposite Juju, or do we think James Washington gets it back? I think Moncrief, I mean, if he's running now, he definitely has a chance. Uh, Pittsburgh's always that team that seems to like to give the veterans a chance to play first, but uh, talent always prevails, and I think James Washington is the more talented wide receiver, so could be one of those things preseason early in the season it could be all Moncrief and then like flipping a light switch Uh, James Washington has a huge play maybe a touchdown or two and then he's the guy Uh, but Moncrief to me he's a jag he's just a guy and in Pittsburgh they'd call him a jag off so uh, I don't think I don't think he's a I mean it's a possibility but I'm not buying it I'm all on James Washington personally Uh, I'm 50 50 like I like James Washington but Dante Moncrief is a good prospect. The thing that has held him back is injuries. If he can have that first uninjured season, he's in the perfect place to put up a surprise thousand year, thousand year, thousand yard season. I like Moncrief. Right now, I think they're canceling each other's value out just a little bit. I'm avoiding uh, the situation based on their current costs. So. But I do like Moncrief. I, I think they could be a wash. I think they could both be 900-yard guys, neither one of them giving you more than low-end wide receiver three value, but they, they come at a cost. Next snippet, uh, Mark Andrews, kind of a sleeper tight end in some circles. Hayden Hurst, to me, is not fantasy relevant. I don't think he's going to be fantasy relevant for quite Agreed. some time. But Mark Andrews, again, this is training camp hype. We're just talking about what we're reading. We're not saying to buy into it. But Mark Andrews has apparently looked explosive and dangerous and looks like Baltimore's most productive player as a pass catcher. Buying, selling? I'm going to go ahead and agree with that just because I did see something on Twitter today that apparently Lamar Jackson unleashed a bomb down the sideline to Miles. Is it Miles Boykin Boykin. or Gaskin? Boykin, Boykin, sorry. Yeah, Gaskin's Dolphins running back. Got it. I always get those two confused. Um, so he unleashed a bomb down the sidelines to him. I chuckled at that, just knowing how Lamar Jackson throws the ball. Um, love Andrews. Someone's got to catch the ball there. Why not him? So yeah, I mean. I'm buying it, him. It, touching Excuse on the me. point you just made, Miles Boykin apparently is standing out amongst the wide receivers. If I had to choose a guy to bank on to – spot start early mark andrews i'm not playing boykin or boykins see now you got me questioning it is it plural or is it singular boykin or boykins well if he's with his family they would be the boykins but i think it's just one boykin would it be something like would it be something like the uh what's the nutty professor people's last name i haven't seen that movie in forever um i haven't either you have to come back to me on that one (laughs) yeah I, i drew a blank but 
we know that Andrews is the Andrews. So I, I'm buying it. I think Mark Andrews is a really solid tight end. I think he showed last year that he was the, the guy for the team over Hayden Hurst. I don't care if Hurst was injured or not. Mark Andrews looks solid. So, I mean, that's if there's some hype I'm buying sleeper appeal from out of what we've talked about so far, Andrews comes near the top of the list in a tight end landscape that we all know is atrocious. That it is. Very. Next snippet. This one surprised me. And I actually have one share on one team just because I haven't dropped him yet because there's no need to because cuts haven't started in most of my leagues. Trent Taylor. Uh, it wouldn't surprise at Eric Crocker underscore Crocker to be exact if Trent Taylor leads the team in targets while manning the slot. I Trent Taylor's always been a nice 30 to 40 catch guy, like a little poor man's Julian Edelman, but I, I never thought of him as someone who could potentially lead a team in targets. Do you think that's a possibility, or is this just the kind of training camp news that we want to overlook? Well, anything's always a possibility. Um, Personally, I'm looking right past this. They have so many pass catchers there. Pass catchers with a lot better draft capital, too, which I know draft capital doesn't exactly mean much in the fantasy world, but it means a lot to the coaches and the general managers and the owners. So those people are always given the chance to get on the field more, more Opportunity leads to you know leads to chance of more production. Um, that being said, the wide receiver core is really good in San Francisco. They got a lot of great pass catchers out of the backfield. So while it's possible, I think it's unlikely, and I think it's just like you said, one of those training camp snippets that okay, swipe left or right, however your phone does it, and on to the next piece. Yeah, I, I kind of like it if you're an owner of Trent Taylor and you've th- this is the uh, this is buying season in dynasty leagues. This mm-hmm. is. When you see that news snippet, you make the decision, do I go out and offer a third or a fourth for a guy like Trent Taylor, or do I just read this and keep keep moving? Somebody is going to read this and go for him. So if you can squeeze a high third out of Trent Taylor, you might want to do it. Uh, if you're weak at wide receiver and you've got Trent Taylor and you see this news snippet, you might want to hold on. Uh, because who, who do we got? Who do we got in San Francisco? Pettis. Pettis, who most uh, pundits love. I love him. You love I him, too. I believe. Oh, I do. Uh, Debo Samuel, which I'm a big fan of. He was one of my favorite receivers in the draft just because of I, I love the way he uses his eyes. Like as soon as he catches the ball, he looks down to see where his first step's going to be and how he's going to take off. He's got a different kind of mindset. I'm a big Samuel fan, but, you know, nobody on the team is proven yet. Trent Taylor's a third-year guy. Maybe if you're weak at wide receiver, you hold on and see what happens. Next so in, snippet. Oh, go can ahead. I just, just adding one thing. Um, I, I love Debo Samuel, too, and a lot of people mistake me loving Dante Pettis as Debo Samuel hate. It's not the case. I actually watched some film on Debo again recently, and I wished he was on a different team than South Carolina. Um, their offense was not very good. That no. being said, when you get the ball in his hands, he looks like a running back in the open field um and someone had told me that pettis was always hurt i don't think he missed a game in college he was hurt last year he did play in 12 games and he started seven so you know i I don't know where he's always hurt comes from Uh, maybe he's always hurt in the nfl if you think about it because he was injured his first year but right uh, that being said i think 
the Shanahan offense and Jimmy Garoppolo can support two wide receivers. Oh, absolutely. They, they may not be high-end wide receiver ones, but if you draft well, trade well, you'll be okay. If one of them breaks out, we could have a high-end wide receiver one possibly in that Agreed. offense. So, yeah. But that, sadly, the fantasy uh, landscape that we all play in now, a, a guy like Pettis gets hurt three or four games in his rookie season, the injury tag is already on there. I yeah. mean, that's just, sadly, that's how it goes in fantasy right now. But next snippet, uh, Josh Jacobs says team expects him to be offensive rookie of the year. This is a almost a non-point. Of course they do. Uh, so do we, because he was the only run. Was he the only running back in round one? I, Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. He was at least the highest running back drafted. So, of course, we all expect him to be in play for offensive rookie of the year. Uh, way, way to go, Raiders, for putting those expectations on him. Next up, uh, Bill Belichick. I guess Nikhil Harry, even though Belichick is praising him, he is operating behind Maurice Harris, Washington Redskins cast off that a lot of people picked up the last handful of games last year because he was. it looked like he was going to be one of the guys in Washington. Then I believe they cut him out of the blue. But Nikhil Harry, are you worried about him running on the second team, uh, or is he just working his way up as the Patriots typically make players do? Uh, I'm not worried about that at all. And I think just because of the way Belichick and the Patriots run things, that's just how it is. Um, he's a guy that I don't think the first two or three weeks of the year are going to be anything stellar, but it's going to be a slow, steady climb. And then he's probably just going to explode. I'm not going to say also he's going to be the next Randy Moss there. Um, but there certainly is a need, both as a, a wide receiver and just having a big body uh, to go over the middle to replace Gronk. So um, I'm not worried about this at all. I'm I'm not worried about this because this is this is what I expected. I did not expect him to be out there as a starter from day one on a Patriots team that makes veterans relevant when they fall off on other teams. But I am still worried about this season. Like I'm not worried about Nikhil Harry as a whole, but I'm I'm not really looking at Nikhil Harry in redraft. And if I need a wide receiver right now to compete in Dynasty and you haven't well, most people's drafts are over, but if they're not, or if you're that team that needs a wide receiver and you had pick one, two, or three. Like, I'm trying to deal that for a receiver that's ready to go now. So, I don't think Nikhil Harry is going to be a 1,000-yard receiver in year one. I'd plug him more as a 750 to 850 guy. Not that that's terrible. That's a good rookie season. But I think I think expectations are going to be a little too high on Nikhil Harry for, okay. for year one. To answer your question from previously, yes, Josh Jacobs was the first running back taken. Uh, he was picked 24. He was also the only round one running back, and the next running back taken was Miles Sanders at pick 53. Love me some Miles Sanders. Same here. I'm, I'm, I am very excited. That leads me to another snippet. Uh, Devin Singletary getting a ton of first team reps with the Bills. I love I, it. I'm buying all day long. LaShawn McCoy might not be, might not even be on the team. I don't think they signed Frank Gore to be the guy I think they signed Frank Gore to be an inspiration to that team because he's still doing well at an advanced age for a running back and and he's a good player to have in your locker room so I'm excited 
about Devin Singletary. I'm buying the training camp hype on him all day long. Yeah, I like this. And I know that you were seeing a lot of him at first team now, but I could realistically seeing see it being a Singletary yelled in timeshare, at least to start the season. Um, so I, I like it, though. Singletary could be a really, really good value pick if you haven't done your rookie draft yet. And um, my home league has not. So he's a guy that I might try to target a little bit later because I feel like a lot of people are going to sleep on him. Uh, but he, def- he definitely does have some a lot of talent. He's got some good bursts. Another guy that I wish was on a different team. Uh, watching FAU highlights was miserable for me, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, uh, I'm like, man, why couldn't you have played in the SEC, dude? That would have just been ugh, that would have been so much better for him. But yeah, but that's how those guys. That's how that's how your uh, sleepers year to year. They come from small schools sometimes, so mm-hmm. that happens. Uh, new snippet, a fairly fresh one. Uh, the Cowboys have signed Alfred Morris again. So that kind of points in the direction that they don't believe that Ezekiel Elliott is going to be back anytime soon. But, of course, they can cut Morris with little to no repercussions. But there you go, Alfred Morris on the Cowboys again. It's a repeat of last year when people were scrambling to add Alfred Morris to their dynasty teams just in case. Not me. I'm good. I'll leave Alfred Morris on the wire. So I don't understand this. Did they, Rod Smith is still on the street, is he not? He, I believe he is, yeah. And he this looks is, pretty solid. That's what I'm saying. He's not a bad player. He's got to be better than Alfred Morris at this point in his career. That's the thing with running backs, though. This is what happens. There are... Solid running backs on the street. Michael Crabtree is still on the street. He's not a running back, but there's, you know, Trey Boston, defensive back from Arizona that was fantasy relevant last year. He's on the street. It's just, it's crazy. I think teams are looking more for that long-term player than a lot of plug-and-plays, but some some of these good teams that are in contention are going to grab some of these veteran guys off the street and make use of them. I don't know if Alfred Morris is one of them, but. Good luck. Next snippet. You're going to like this one a lot. Uh, I like it a lot because I've been recommending to go grab him late in drafts everywhere you can. And I'm buying the hype on this one. The NewJersey.com's Mike K reports that the Carson Wentz to Deshaun Jackson connection has been automatic early on in camp practices. I kind of knew it would be. Carson Wentz has the arm that suits Deshaun Jackson's game. And the Eagles love to play that possession receiver on the outside game that kind of frees up the slot. Aguilar made big money off some of those plays, and he's not even that good or that consistent. Deshaun Jackson is going to make a lot of bank off those plays. So that being said, I love it too, of course. Um, I was always a huge Deshaun Jackson fan. Um I really hate Chip Kelly. Just want to throw that out there. Um, Who does Wentz, uh, I don't know. Uh, Wentz does have a great arm. Uh, when he came into the league, too, a lot of Eagles uh, fans were like, he's got a terrible arm. I was like, mm, no. But um, yeah. this is going to be good for the receiving core as a whole when you have a guy like that that could take the top off. So Alshon's going to look better. Uh, this will take a lot of rookie pressure off uh, J-Jaw. And Aguilar is still a guy who has great speed. So – they like to get him, get the ball in his hands quick and get him out in space real fast. So uh, it, it's good. It's good for the offense as a whole. 
let's stick with the Eagles for a minute. Uh, let's. Jordan Howard apparently has been dominating carries with the first-team offense at Eagles camp. This is what I expected, not based purely on talent, but he's just going to have the first crack, and Miles Sanders is not 100% healthy. Of course Jordan Howard's dominating carries. I'm not looking too much into this. It's going to be one of those things, in my opinion, where, yeah, you probably want Jordan Howard for the first three or four games if you're banking on the Eagles running game. If you have Miles Sanders and you picked up Jordan Howard on the cheap, yeah, you want to hold on to Howard for four, maybe six games at the most, and then it's Miles Sanders' time. Do you agree, or are you looking at this as Jordan Howard's going to have a career resurgence with Philly? I think it's going to go one of two ways, and this is just from my experience as an Eagles fan. It's going to go now. I've heard that Jordan Howard's been working on his hands a lot in camp, uh, mini camps, and then whatever. Um, so it's going to go one of two ways. He's situation one. He's going to run for about eight to nine hundred yards, and he's going to catch like thirty balls for three hundred some yards, or he's wearing a different uniform to start the season. Miles Sanders gets healthy, comes back, shows a little flash. Someone gets hurt in camp, and they ship him out. Uh, that's just what Howie Roseman does. Uh, they did it when Carson Wentz was a rookie. If you remember, Sam Bradford was supposed to be the starter. Oh, yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater went down. Chase Daniel was the starter for about eight seconds, and they're like, nah, we can't do that to the fans. And Wentz has been the starter ever since. So, um, But I do think he can be a valuable asset. I like him better on an NFL team than a fantasy team. I like Jordan Howard. It's a good fit but it's not a long-term solution in Philadelphia. So if you are an Eagles fan and you're buying Jordan Howard just because he's an Eagle, he's probably not going to be an Eagle next year. So oh, no, no. You just wasted your time, in my right. opinion. Right, unless, unless you just want him for this year and you're that kind of fan, which is fine. Uh, that, mo- that's fine, yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, moving on, we got time for about two more snippets. Snippet one. Uh, Cameron Meredith, released by the Saints. Uh, to me, this is a full-out alert to go grab your Traquan Smith shares now. I know there's other players on the team that are creating camp hype, uh, namely Emmanuel Butler, I believe, Missouri product that was undrafted. Uh, so. But Traquan showed great as rookie when given the chance. Cameron Meredith is out. One of the hesitations on people grabbing Traquan was Cameron Meredith, people holding on from that one good season with the Bears. I'm grabbing Traquan everywhere I can, as long as the price isn't too high. I think you're talking about wide receiver Emmanuel Butler, correct? Yes, Emmanuel okay. Butler. Okay, yep, that's him. Yeah, uh, but I love the Traquan. I'm I'm all in on him. I like them even with uh, Meredith there, so I like him even more now. <clears throat> all right, last snippet. Last one. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, career high. Not his, but Cam Newton's career high was 139 rushing attempts. Ravens coach John Harbaugh says he would take the over on Lamar Jackson beating that this season. I agree. I think Lamar Jackson could push for 200 carries, and it's a reason why he's being overlooked in fantasy. That carries by a running back means a lot. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton is not a glorious passer. Lamar Jackson definitely is not a glorious passer, but if you can get 200 rushing attempts and however many throws Lamar Jackson makes, let alone touchdowns, he's going to throw for at least 15 touchdowns. We know that. It's not going to be anything crazy like 25 or more, but he's probably going to give you 15 to 20 and possibly another 15 with his legs 
and possibly a thousand freaking yards. Yeah, I'm saying that Lamar Jackson could run for a thousand yards. I want that on my team as a fantasy quarterback. Not saying I want him as my fantasy QB one, but as my backup in case someone goes down. I think Lamar Jackson's a very good bet uh, for little insurance. Yeah, for me, one quarterback league, he's a backup. Um, I'll take him as a QB2 and super flex all day, though. Um, Absolutely. I just worry about a guy that's, especially a quarterback, who's not used to getting hit like a running back is, um, taking a pounding like that. I guess it's a good thing that uh, Burfick's not in Cincinnati anymore. That'll probably extend Lamar Jackson's career a little bit. So, um, But, yeah, if you can get him for the right price. I'm not a huge Lamar Jackson fan personally. But if you could get him at the right price, definitely get you some Lamar while he still can walk because that much running will definitely shorten a career. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, Emmanuel Butler, since we mentioned him earlier, uh, when I mention him, it's because he is apparently turning heads uh, in camp. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's more opportunity uh, in New Orleans than just the role we expect Traquan Smith to excel at. But back to Lamar Jackson, I, I am – not impressed with him as a thrower just like everyone else but you don't have to be the greatest thrower to put up fantasy points I I look for Lamar Jackson to be a top 15 QB and I think that and it's the back end I think he's going to run between 12 and 15 but the way people talk about him and the way people hate on his throwing ability he's going to be overlooked in fantasy drafts agreed so half hour with Bauer from the Dynasty Rewind is done I don't know about you Bauer but it's a long uh, off season. We've still got about five weeks, six weeks actually, before the games start, which means there's going to be a lot of preseason stuff, a lot more training camp stuff coming in the next coming week. I think this is edition one. You up for joining me for edition two sometime? Absolutely. Love it. All right. Hopefully you guys got some news that you were missing out on. Maybe work's been busy vacation season's been busy and you haven't had time to read you don't have to read me and bauer just speak it to you sounds good absolutely bauer thanks for joining me back row fantasy show will be back with arms should be dropping saturday as normal sunday at the latest we try to get that episode to you on the weekend for your monday drive or for your sunday car repairs as bauer likes to use them for (laughs) that's right (laughs) gotta get it fixed sometime right that's right No better time to listen to a podcast than when you're mowing, working on a vehicle, or on your way to work. Bauer, thanks for joining me. Bark's out. Bauer's out. Thank you. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.